This recording is brought to you by World History Encyclopedia. How to Read a Maya Glyph, written by Lily Ball, and read by Jennifer Sabir. For over three centuries, the ancient Maya flourished in Mesoamerica. They built giant stone pyramids surrounded by dense jungle, used a calendrical system that made many believe that 2012 would be the end of the world, and created a writing system that is as beautiful as it is complex. Its decipherment is ongoing, even today. In fact, it is so ascetically rich and difficult to master, one needed to be an accomplished artist in order to write it properly. Fittingly, ancient Maya scribes and artists were all known by the same title, Tisib. The Maya writing system is logosyllabic, meaning its syllables can represent sounds in the form of syllables, like ma or tot, or they might represent whole concepts like river or house. This made the language very difficult to decode, and in fact, scholars initially thought the entire writing system was phonetic due to the unfounded assumptions of a missionary named Diego de Landa. Originally from Spain, de Landa's first language was naturally Spanish. Therefore, when he attempted to decipher the Maya language, he broke it down into individual sounds, vowels, and consonants rather than syllables, the product of which is an inaccurate record of the Maya written and spoken language and a misleading guide for scholars. It wasn't until 1952 CE that it was suggested that the language might be syllabic rather than phonetic. This was a major breakthrough in the decipherment of the ancient Maya written language. The distinction between a phonetic and a syllabic language is small but essential. A phonetic language uses individual sounds to build spoken words. English, German, and modern Romance languages like French, Italian, and Spanish are phonetic languages, to name a few. When written, each symbol, letter, represents a single sound, a vowel or consonant, like O or B. Syllabic languages, however, are made up of consonant-vowel, CV, or consonant-vowel-consonant, CVC combinations, like ta or bot. Japanese, for example, uses a CV model for the majority of two of its alphabets, katakana and hiragana. The Maya glyphs are further complicated by their use of conflation, wherein two or more glyphs are combined and some elements of the glyphs are eliminated or simplified, diminishing their individual complexity in order to create a legible, aesthetically pleasing glyph that fits within the space provided, whether that be on a small decorated cup or a giant stone stella. Even with all these hurdles, scholars have managed to decipher much of this ancient written language, which covered topics from the Maya's vast understanding of astronomical mathematics to their vivid storytelling to their royal lineage. The basic structure of this writing system consists of one or more main glyphs with additional glyphs attached to it. For example, this complex glyph represents the ancient Maya city of Copan. The main glyph is the head of a bat, complete with upturned nose, a flaring ear, and grinning mouth. With a glyph like this, it's easy to see the complex artistry necessary to become an accomplished tesib. Arguably, one of the most famous glyphs of the Maya written language is the glyph for chocolate. 
This glyph has been painted or inscribed onto many vessels, some of which have been found to contain traces of chocolate, leading scholars to believe that in these cases, the Maya labeled vessels with their intended use. Luckily, the glyph for chocolate is entirely syllabic, making it easy for us to read. There are three elements we need to recognize in order to read this glyph. Number one, the main glyph, which resembles a fish, we'll call this part of the glyph element A. Number two, the oval and hook shapes on the right, which resembles a fish's tail, but are actually a separate glyph. Let's call this element B. Three, the two dots that resemble a colon near the fish's mouth, element C. The main glyph, A, represents the syllable sound, ka. Element B, near the fish's tail, represents the syllable sound, ua, also written wa. So far, the glyph is pronounced ka ua, since the Maya read their glyphs left to right and top to bottom. Next, we need to take into account element C near the fish's mouth. Anyone who reads music will recognize element C as a repeat sign, which can be placed at the end of a bar of music to indicate that a portion of the piece should be repeated. Surprisingly, that's exactly the function it serves here, too. It tells the reader to repeat the sound of the symbol next to it. Here, that's element A, ka. So, when each element is read in the correct order, left to right and top to bottom, the glyph reads, ka ka ua. Just one further insight is needed to pronounce this glyph properly. The Maya were known to drop the last vowel of a spoken word. Therefore, this glyph should be read without the final A sound at the end. Without that last A, the glyph reads kakao, or as we currently spell it, cacao, the main ingredient for chocolate. This recording was brought to you by World History Encyclopedia. For more great articles and interactive content, visit www.worldhistory.org. World History Encyclopedia is a nonprofit organization. If you want to support our work, visit www.worldhistory.org forward slash Patreon or follow the links in the description below.